there's a uh, group of uh, Dominican monks in Kentucky and these uh, monks in a monastery, some of them have gotten together and, for lack of a better term, uh, created a band to do some music. Right? And uh, so these guys, uh, they're called, they call themselves the, the Hillbilly Thomas. Have you ever heard of them before, Hillbilly Thomas? Anybody? Uh, they're pretty amazing, all right? And so Hillbilly Thomas and Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S, like Thomas, I-S-T-S, Thomas. Uh, those who study Thomistic theology or St. Thomas Aquinas, right? So the Hillbilly Thomas, these uh, Kentucky monks, uh, they do great music. One of the songs that they sing is my favorite one that they have. It's called I'm a Dog. I just love that title, first of all, I'm a Dog. I'm a Dog, you're a dog too. Uh, and it's not an insulting thing at all uh, to identify as a, as, a, as a dog in this particular sense. There's a couple of things going on here. Uh, uh, the, the Dominicans, these monks are Dominicans, are founded by St. Dominic back in the Middle Ages. And, and there's always been this wordplay on the word uh, Dominic. Uh, in the Latin, if you break uh, Dominic down into two words, uh, like, uh, domine and cane, domine God, cane in Latin is dog. So if you play with the word Dominic, you can come up with the uh, 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 domine cane, or uh, dogs of God. That's what they call themselves. So all the Dominicans are known as the dogs of God, especially because of their joyful preaching, their powerful preaching. In this case, they're powerful, they're powerful music. Uh, and so I want you to, your homework today uh, is to remember that name, Hillbilly Thomas, and then uh, I'm a dog. Can you guys remember that? All right, what's the name of the group? What's the name of the song? I'm a dog, okay. Now, I'll have some homework for you at the end of this homily, okay? But for now, uh, let's just talk a little bit about this. You know, this being a dog, a dog of God. And it's probably in, in, in the best sense of the word, in, in, the, in the Dominican uh, sense of the word of being a dog. And in the, the yeah, think of this. Think of a golden retriever. He's like the best animal God ever made, aside from human beings, okay? Uh, there's nothing better than a golden retriever. Well, why? Because they're so happy. Do you ever see a sad golden retriever? You know, maybe when you don't feed them on time, but uh, they're just joyful. So you, you, you picture this. You're, you're a golden retriever, and, you, and your master walks in the house. What is your response? Joy. When your master feeds you, joy. When you go for a walk, joy. When he tells you to go fetch, joy. The, 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 the dog exists only to give pleasure and obedience to his master and to take anything that falls uh, from the master's table with joy, right? This is, this is what it means to be a dog of God. Now, Thomas, uh, followers of St. Thomas. St. Thomas, the Dominican, said that the human soul is comprised of two things, intellect and will, 
how we think, how we act. Okay. How we think and how I act. Now, he said the will, all right, how I act, comprised of two things. Listen. The human will seeks to possess what it does not possess. And then, once possessing it, seeks to rest in what it has come to possess. All right? Let's put it in layman's terms. I want this, and I'm going to get it. That's the first part. Second part, to rest in what I have come to possess, I'm going to enjoy it. I got it, and I'm going to enjoy it. Now, we're really good at the first two things, or the first thing. Right? We all want something, and we're going to get it. I want what I want when I want it. I want that candy. I want that car. I want that money. I, I want this uh, boyfriend or girlfriend. I want this job. I want, I want this house, this college, uh, whatever. I want that cookie. I'm going to get it. No problem. We're all good. We're, that's our, we excel at that. Now, the hard part is, and the thing we fail at, Thomas said, is that we don't rest in what we have come to possess. What does that mean, to rest in what you have come to possess? To enjoy what you got. To, to complete the circle, in other words. To rest in what you have come to possess is to look at what you have got as a blessing. I, I have this thing, goods, talents, abilities, I've come to possess them. To rest in that means that I put it at the service of God. That's, a, that's critical. If I put all that I've come to possess at God's service to rest in it, I will be blessed. If I do not do that second thing, those blessings that I have gotten in my life are going to turn around and destroy me. That's what Thomas said. So what does that mean? Look at Bob Barron, Bishop Barron, some time ago. He loves 60s, 70s music, which is, like, who doesn't love that? That's, like, the best music. It's, like, that decade, that, that time. And, he, and, he, and he, he said, look at the people who got everything they wanted, and yet what they got turned around and destroyed me. And he listed a whole, whole bunch of musicians. Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, uh, the, the, Jim Morrison, these sorts of folks. They're all dead. Suicide, drug overdose, what have you. And he goes, the list is endless. They, have, they got everything, but they never enjoyed it. They never rested in it. They never turned it over in praise to God and said, God, you gave me this for a reason. Help me to use it to serve you. Didn't do it. Turn around, destroy it. And you say, well, that's just, you know, that's Janis Joplin. I'm not like her. That's Jimi Hendrix. I'm not going to be up on a stage, you know, throwing gasoline on a guitar and lighting it on fire and, and doing a drug overdose. I'm just never going to do that. Oh, uh, yeah, we do all the time. We set our guitars on fire all the time. How do we use the things that we have gotten in our life without resting in them? And the effect that that has on, our, on ourselves, our prayer life, our marriages, what it does to our kids. When we don't have things in proper order, what is it? So what is rest? Rest is that thing that God did on the seventh day. God made everything, gave it to us, and then he rested. Why did he do that? Because he wanted Adam 
to spend some time with them and say, hey, hey, buddy, let's enjoy this. I, I love you, and I gave this to you. Now I want you to spend some time with me and enjoy what I've given to you by learning, relearning how, after six days of being a, an animal, a beast of burden, to become a man again, a son, no longer a six-day slave, seventh-day son, the seventh day we rest with God to be reminded that all we've been given is not to continue that pursuit, but to take a day off and enjoy what we've got and give it to God and say thank you. Say, God, you gave this to me for a reason, to serve you, help me to know by coming to Mass and being re-energized, re-established, re-supercharged in my mission so that I can go out now for the next six days and put those goods and gifts and talents that I've come to possess at your service so that what I have come to possess, I can now rest in. Does that make sense? That's why you're here. You're not animals. You're not slaves. You are sons and daughters who have learned to rest in what you have come to possess, which means you learn today, relearn today, Enjoy today, rest today by giving it to God and saying, continue to remind me of how I use these things in my life to serve you so I will be blessed and not to serve myself so that they will not turn around and destroy me. That's it. It's not complicated. It's not rocket science. It's just hard. Look at, you, know, you, you, you look at Solomon. He's like, he's, he's coming into his own. He's like, the, he's like the best guy. He loves God. And, and so God says, what do you want? And, and Solomon says, okay, I want this. Ask yourself, what do you want? And what's your answer? But Solomon said, I want you, God. I want your wisdom. Wisdom is God. It's the very life of God in us, driving the car. That's what Solomon said. I want you to take everything I, you've given me and to tell me how to use it, and I will use it that way. I'm your dog. I'm obedient. I'll do whatever you say, and I'll be happy. That was Solomon's response. God's thrilled. And it worked out well for Solomon until it didn't. Why? Because Solomon forgot who he was, and he forgot what he was supposed to do, and forgot that he was supposed to rest in what he had possessed. He forgot the Lord's Day. He forgot the, he forgot the Sabbath. He forgot that... There, You've got all this, take a day off, enjoy it with God to be reminded that it's all for God in the first place and from God in the first place. So Solomon broke the rules. See, Thomas also said that our, that our souls want to possess certain things. We're after four things. Yeah, money, sex, power, and honor. Those, those are the four things we want. And we want to possess those. And when we do possess them, when we give them to God, we're blessed. And if we don't, they destroy us. Money, sex, power destroy us if, they don't, if we don't turn them over to God. Uh, Solomon broke those rules. How did he do it? Towards the end of his reign, he became a total mess. And money, sex, power. Money, he extracted 666 talents of gold from his vassal states. 666, the mark of the beast in Revelation. And what does it say in the book of Revelation? And the mark of the beast is 666, and it is good for wisdom. Who is the one biblical figure known for wisdom? Solomon. Solomon's the beast. He turned into an animal because he forgot he was a son of God. He turned into a beast. Money. 666 talents of gold. Sex. Right? What was his problem there? Here it is. 300 wives, 600 concubines. 
what the heck? I mean, where did he get the time? My gosh. Totally violated that. Money, sex, power. What was the power deal? He multiplied horses. One of the rules of kings of Israel, they could not multiply horses. Why? Because horses are a sign of power and a sign of pride. Because they're used to go to war and battle and subjugate and conquer. And he did that all over the place. Money, sex, power. He violated it. And those blessings then turned around and destroyed him. Destroyed him, destroyed his son, destroyed his dynasty. And it can happen to us. That was some, which is why the Lord says today, uh, which is why he says, there's this guy who's walking down the street, he sees a field, he goes digging around the field, he finds this massive treasure. And he hides it. Strange. And then with joy, it says, he goes off to sell everything he has to buy that field. What's wrong with this picture? Most of us, if we found something in the field and it didn't look like it belonged to anybody, I'd pull my donkey up in the cart and I'd load that thing up and I'd be gone. But no, he sells everything to buy the field where the treasure is buried. First of all, what's the treasure? It's what Solomon asked for. It's what we seek to possess, which is Christ. The very life and love of God in us directing us on how to live our life. Then that is why he bought the field, because the field was his life. It was everything in his life. It was his family, his marriage, his kids, his friends, his school, his, his vocation, uh, things he dreams about. It, you know, it was what he watches, what he looks at, what he listens to, uh, where he goes, who he hangs out with, how he talks, how he eats, what he drinks. It's everything. The field is our life. You buy the field because it's your life. You, and you're willing to give up everything for that field because that field, your life, is where Christ lives. There, in your life, in your, in your person. You've got, you got to give everything to Him. Put everything at His disposal. If you do that, you are blessed. If you don't, those blessings turn around and destroy us. It's the one unavoidable, immutable, unchangeable spiritual rule. It's you, you, you gotta face it. You gotta face it. So, there we are. Let's talk about dogs again. Okay? You're a dog. I'm a dog. We're all dogs. We're all golden retrievers. And we're standing by the door waiting for, for the master to come home. And we're hungry, but we're happy. Because we know he's going to do it. He's always taking care of us, and he always will. And nothing gives us better, greater joy than to serve the master, to be waiting for him, to take whatever he gives us, and to respond in return by giving him nothing but devotion and love. Oh, the joy that we experience when we find that treasure. It can live like that. So the hillbilly Thomas, right? The name of the song is Dogs of God. Or I'm a dog, I'm sorry. Um, so 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna read you the lyrics, some of the lyrics of the song, okay? If that's okay with you? Father Arnold wanted me to sing them. And he goes, you're gonna sing? I'm like, no. And he goes, I would. And I said, I know you would, right? Yeah. He loves to sing. All right. Um, I'm a dog. Listen to this. And that's your homework, by the way. You've got to listen to the song on the way home. Pull it up on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, whatever your music thing is, your streaming thing. Pull it up, listen to this song on your way home, and then talk about it. Can you do that for me? You going to do it? You have to. You just, you just said you would, so you have to. You promised. Okay, here it is. I'm a dog. Uh, the depths of this desiccation, the height of these scraping towers, the width of this waste, depth, height, width, Every, it's, 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 it's our life, right? And I see potential for action. I'm a sinner, but I see potential for action. Inside I hold a treasure, take hold of this earthen vessel so worn and weary, but there's potential for action. I can still do this. And of course, I'm a dog with a torch in my mouth for my Lord. Making noise while I got time. Spreading fire while I got earth. How you wish it were already lit. Give me your fire. I'll do your work. I'm just a dog for my Lord. When I found him, I took hold of him. Would not let him go. When I found him, he took hold of me and would not let me go. Would not let me go. Amen. Amen.